So this event was created to support health disparities and awareness of those waiting for life-saving transplants while doing something fun and kind of different. Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifePath. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. Spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. Let's talk about life. Ladies, this one is for you. Fashion, flash, catwalk, and of course, striking a pose. The Fashion for Life show is six weeks away, and we want you to be ready for a day of fashion and fun. This brand new event is being brought to you through two organizations that work closely with LifeBank. Minority Organ Tissue Transplant Education Program, also known as MOTEP, and Transplant Recipients International Organization, or TRIO. They have created a -a one-of-a-kind event that features models and escorts who have been touched by donation, waiting for the gift of life, or are a transplant recipient. And of course, beautiful fashions and clothing. Hi, you're listening to episode 143 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. Our guests on this episode are two very special women who understand the need for awareness in the community more than most. Linda Kimball, Executive Director of MOTEP, and Fatima Wood, a transplant candidate currently on dialysis, are here to chat about our Fashion for Life show. Linda and Fatima, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us. I'm glad to be here. I'm super excited about this. And in all transparency, since I'm on the board of TRIO, I've been involved in this event with Linda for months now. And we're excited that the day is quickly approaching. Linda, will you explain to our listeners why we feel this event is important? This event, this Fashion for Life show is so important because Cleveland Motep and TRIO work with numerous organizations and partners that know about our mission and activities. But we realize that some of the general public don't know and is aware of the important work that we do to educate and raise awareness about organ, eye, and tissue donation and transplantation. So this event was created to support health disparities and awareness of those waiting for life-saving transplants while doing something fun and kind of different. We have a lot of different fundraisers that we do, but this is the first time that we've actually thought about doing a fundraiser involving fashion. So we're really excited about this. I agree. I can't recall a fashion show event that I've gone to, and I'm really looking to this event, but we would be remiss if we didn't mention Marva Smith. Marva is the wife of a heart transplant and she her background is in fashion and she stepped up and thought, well, let's do this event. I can put on a fashion show and we can raise awareness for organ eye and tissue donation and transplant. She's wonderful. What do you think? Most definitely. And I And also to mention her husband is a heart transplant recipient. Um, It was like a year and a half ago when she actually approached you and said, I would love to do this as a fundraiser. And she has many years experience of actually hosting and planning um, fashion shows. And so we were really excited when she knocked at our door and said, we would love to do this. I will actually love to produce this. 
And we thought to ourselves, we have never done this. And also to actually take upon on, on herself as a person who's already retired and take this journey on to help us raise awareness, not only about organizing tissue donations, but our, our different uh, missions and our goals and our activities of Cleveland Motep and TRIO, but also the possibility of actually raising funds for our organizations, but also raising awareness in the um, communities in which we serve. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love this event. It's just so unique. And one of the things I mentioned, that our models and escorts have a connection to donation yes. or transplant. Do you want to speak on that? This is what makes it so incredible. I mean, we could have gone out and find models that do this on a regular basis and, you know, do fashion shows every other week. And because Cleveland are full of people who do fashion shows every week or every month, but we wanted to make it really special. Most of our incredible models and experts will have incredible personal connection to donation or transplantation. Our models will be living organ donors, transplant recipients, individuals awaiting their organ transplant, and donor families. This is an incredible bunch of people who are the face of our mission and the reason we do what we do, the reason why we actually attend events, sign up people to become organ donors, spend our Saturdays doing events and everything. This is the reason why we think it's so important for people to sign up to become organ donors. We actually have support groups, et cetera. So the people who will be modeling the beautiful clothes that Marva curated and found for us are the people who actually have the stories to tell. And one of the things that we think is going to be exciting is that you will find out what these stories are going to be. So. Yes, and of course, they're all beautiful and stunning, and I'm so excited for this day. It's been really a, a long time coming. We've really worked hard on planning this and finding the right venue and finding, I think, the right vendors to work with. So, yeah, it's going to be really great. Besides the fashion portion of the event, Linda, what are some of the other highlights that you want to share with people so they know it's a nice afternoon. Exactly. So the event is being held at the Bright and Airy Pivot Center for Art, Dance, and Expression located at 2937 West 25th Street. We wanted to make sure that the attendees were going to be at a place where they felt at home and homey. It's going to be, like I said before, bright. It's going to be light, and people are going to be comfortable. And during the time of the actual fashion show, they're going to um, feel at home to actually purchase items from our vendors. We're going to make sure we have a variety of vendors there connected to fashion. We're also going to have a chance to try their luck at winning raffle baskets. But we're going to provide delicious appetizers from our local alashis. And um, last but not least, we're excited to have Tiffany Tarpley, our local Good Morning Cleveland anchor reporter, being the MC for the event. As you probably well know, she's very bubbly, has a bright personality to tie into our bright and airy um, venue that we're going to have. And as Colleen mentioned, the attendees will enjoy the viewing, the beautiful fashions curated and produced by MSCS Fashion. So we're excited about this. Um, I cannot say enough for the venue because the venue is beautiful, but also the fashions. I think it's just going to be a wonderful day people to enjoy. I'm not sure how many people have been to fashion shows, but I think this is going to be a wonderful event, but not only for events for you to enjoy the fashions, the good food, 
and the good time that you can actually kind of network with people and spend some time with people on a Saturday, but also to be there to, to support a good cause of both of the organizations that we have there, the Cleveland MOTAP and also TRIO. Yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely right. And we love Tiffany Tartley. She has recently done several interviews with recipients and donor families, and she does a stellar job. You're right. She's cheery, she's bubbly, and she will add another level of fun and excitement to this event. We also want to mention that some of the fashions are coming from Fashions by Fowler, which is on Shaker Square. They're a local organization that is working with us and Marva Smith. So it's going to be laid out. It's going to be great. I want to highlight these stories that the models share. They're each beautiful in their own way. And their stories they, they carry with them is the reason we do what we do, right? I mean, it is the reason we um, are dedicated to our jobs and our activities with Motep and Trio. And I just have the utmost respect for these men and women coming out and sharing their stories of donation and transplantation. And we're so blessed to have Fatima Wood with us today. Fatima is uh, waiting a transplant, a kidney transplant, and currently on dialysis. And she's going to be one of our models. So let's get to know Fatima a little bit. Fatima, thanks for being here again. Hi, you're welcome. Fatima, can you explain for our listeners when you found out you had uh, kidney issues and what caused those issues? It's funny that you say when, when I found out I had kidney disease. So at the age of about 20 or 19, my doctor looked at me and she told me like, oh, you're going to have some issues with your kidneys later on down the line because you're a type 2 diabetic. Well, being a hardhead, um, 19, 20 years old, you don't want to take medications. You don't want to do none of that. I was a type 2 diabetic. Um, it runs in my family. Father and mother has type 2 diabetes, grandmother, great-grandmother. So it was a diabetic issue in my family, period, on both ends. So type 2 diabetes caused my kidney disease. So at the age of the 34, that's 2022, the year of COVID, started having issues with my blood pressure. I was swelling, didn't know what was going on. And at the time, I thought I had caught COVID, but I didn't catch COVID. I actually was going through the motions of kidneys are shutting down completely. Phase four. A5, kidney disease. Right. I was with the metro. I stayed in the hospital for a week. The doctor told me, oh, you just have Gary Coleman's disease. You'll be perfectly fine. Just take the medicine every time you eat. But they never tell me I was at stage five. So when I got home after staying in the hospital for a whole week, I said I need to go get a second opinion. So I went to University Hospitals, which I used to work at University Hospitals, so I don't know why I didn't have my trust in University Hospitals. And the doctor looked at me on the Saturday morning and told me, oh, you have any stages stage five. At the time, I thought, well, that doctor went five, ten years ago who told me, yeah, you're going to have kidney disease issues. It became true. And uh, two months later, so June happens. June comes about. June 12th is my birthday. 
the day after my birthday, I go to take like these tests. Like my doctor was taking, using, looking at my blood mostly like once a month. I would go to the doctor get some blood labs or whatever, mm-hmm. make sure my levels okay before I even started dialysis. But in April, he also told me I needed to go get ahead and start getting my fistula placed in my arm. So yeah. when June came, um, June thirteenth, he called me and said, "Hey, I'm sorry to tell you, but we have to start dialysis on you." Oh so, my gosh! What did you think when you yeah. heard that? Oh, I was um, depressed. I was anxious. I was just all over the place because now I'm 34 years old. 34 years old. Just turned 34. Starting dialysis. It's going to be a big change in my life. I'm not going to be able to drive no more. I'm not going to be able to work no more. In my head, I was thinking all this. I'm not going to be able to do nothing. I'm going to have to depend on everybody. And I thank God I have a great support system. But I was going to depend on everybody. I was like the backbone of the family. You know, the family oh. depended on me. And they showed up a bit and parties. And they come at me to ask me anything. I was the support of my dad at the time. Before he passed away, like I was just doing everything. I was always, I'm, I'm a busybody. My <laughs> life was going to change completely. So I was just all over the place, and I was, and I've been in the, I work in the healthcare field. I always been in the healthcare field, and I was like, well, people gonna have to take care of me now. So it was gonna be weird. Well, you're absolutely so, right. I think when you are a caregiver like that, and you're the support system, to turn it on the other way is very difficult. It's very difficult to be. Yeah. Yeah, to to ask people for support. You're right. Right. So 2020 was a lot for me. So August 20th, so I started dialysis in June. August 20th, I moved my dad. You know, COVID was happening. He was with him. I couldn't live in the system, so I couldn't see my dad. He was on dialysis as well. It was a, a awesome change for me. Wow, it's my awesome. goodness. 2020 was a, a rough. We all know that the world was going something but me personally I was going through the world changes and also my personal changes yeah talk about a rough time wow that was wow yeah that was a rough year so you've been on dialysis four years it will be four years in June of 2024 yeah okay all right and you go three times a week three times a week uh, four hours yeah. yeah. I, explain to our listeners how that impacts your life. I call it my part-time job. And I joke about that. Oh, I'm just going to my part-time job. So fast forward to now, um, I went back to school to try see. I was running my own business at the time as well. So I kind of picked up on my business as well as my home health agency, as a home health agency owner. So life now is that I have a story to tell. So when people say, oh, you're on dialysis, I can't believe it because you don't even look like you're on dialysis because I go to dialysis three times a week, four hours, I stay on the machine. Life is just life, and it's just a part of my life, dialysis. And it's my part-time job. (laughs) And that's a great analogy, I mean, because it is. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. your whole schedule revolves around that. You know. Oh, yes. It revolves around dialysis. Even going out of town, I've been out of town. I've uh, changed my dialysis locations because, I, I, like I was doing before all this happened, I was a traveler. I I did a lot of things. I, I love to travel. My family travels. 
So now it's just you have to schedule your dialysis, you know, give them a heads up six weeks where you're going. You know, uh, the first year I went out of town, I had to pay out of pocket. So you have to pay to go to dialysis when you go out of state. Immediately I was on the transplant list. 2001 of December. Mm-hmm. So I also have to tell the transparent team, like I'm going, my coordinators that I'm going out of town. And if I get a call, you know, give it to the next recipient because I'm not going to be in town. But that's, that's like, I have to schedule my out of town just for a weekend, like Monday to Friday, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, weekend, Monday or Friday, and come back on a Sunday night. So it's really a one day trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I like, Telling people, I don't like the situation, but I like telling people about the issues. Like, you know, you, you take care of yourself better because things can really happen if things are real being on dialysis. This is really no joke situation. Absolutely. I couldn't say it better myself. There, It's no joke for sure. And the time that you spent, I mean, I get it. It's saving your life and keeping you alive, but so much you can do with those hours that you're sitting on that machine. So let's let's talk about something a little more cheery. Let's talk about the Fashion for Life show. Why did you say yes to being a model in this event? Well, I said yes because I wanted to be an advocate for dialysis. I wanted to work in communities and do community work. I wanted to share my story other people's stories about dialysis and giving my time to other things like fashion. As well. I love fashion. I like to dress up and to, show, to be a people's person. I don't know. That's just the reason why. I, I think I it's just going to be fun, right? Yes, it's going to be very fun. Good, 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 good. Well, we appreciate that you've stepped up and you're going to share your story and display some beautiful clothing. Yes, I uh, seen one of my outfits yesterday and it came out so beautiful. It's so look, nice looking. Once I dress it up, it's going to be even better. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've, I'm not seeing too many outfits yet at this point, but you know what? I just can't wait to be there. I have so many friends in the show and I'm just so excited about oh. it. It just is such oh. a great event. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I wish we have more events like this as well. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. Linda, anything that you want to share with our listeners, how they can get tickets or what they need to do to be a part of this event? Please, 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 if you're available on March 23rd, come and support Cleveland Motep and Trio. Support a really good cause. Learn more about organ and tissue donation. And if you're not already signed up to become an organ donor, please do so. You can go on Cleveland Motep or the TRIO, and Colleen can probably give you more information. We have information on both of our Facebook and on our website on how to purchase your tickets. But please, please get more information about how to get a ticket. We want to see as many people as possible at the venue on March 23rd at 1 o'clock to 4 to see models like um, Fatima uh, modeling for a good cause, a very good cause. For questions, call TRIO at 1-888-724-2808. More information, Colleen, a specific website you would like them to visit? TRIOCleveland.org. 
can purchase your tickets off that website. That's there under the calendar heading. So it's very easy to purchase tickets online. There are actual paper tickets. So if you need those, reach out to that phone number and we'll make sure you get those. And, you know, I think it's the beginning of spring and it's going to be a uplifting, renewal and joyous occasion. And if you're not there, we're going to miss you and you're going to miss something Mm -hmm. special. Yes, most definitely. You can always give me a call because I do have some paper tickets. Also, you can call me directly, Linda Kimball, the executive director for Cleveland Motap at 216-905-2848. Perfect. Thank you, ladies. And I look forward to seeing you. I see you. Yeah, make sure you're striking a pose. I will. I will. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally. Someone's life is depending on